against me shall prosper.
have a mission. We have a, a church a model around here, and it says, this is the end of your search for a friendly church, and we really want to try our best to live up to that motto. We have a mission statement that sums up what we want to be about as disciples. I'm going to stop using that word members. We are members, but Jesus said make disciples. And our former pastor, the late great Reverend Robert E. Sesson, talked about us being disciples. So as disciples of Roto Church Victory Baptist Church, this is what we're about. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Go ye therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the earth. I thank the Lord for another beautiful Sunday morning. Certainly don't want to go further without thanking him for April and Derek and Jasmine and Steve to come early, get everything set up, and we certainly thank the Lord for our talented and gifted musicians, uh, Ricky and Elijah and Marvin, and of course, Steve, who's our lead musician. And we thank the Lord this morning that one of our own sons and one of our own brothers in the ministry of the gospel, uh, Reverend Vontae Freeman, soon to be Reverend Doctor. I saw that on Facebook. He's claiming it already. Uh, he's going to come and deliver the word to us this morning as the Lord has given it to him. So uh, one more thing. So let's just go forward now. We'll have an opening selection, and then we'll continue on with the order of service. Amen.
way of announcements, and there are not that many. Uh, the vegetable box that we talked about last Sunday will be this coming Saturday, and I'll, we will give you more information about that by way of a robocall to remind you probably about Thursday or Friday, but anyway, 2.30 to 3.30 right here in the parking lot. Now, this is for Ronald Salem members. 2.30, 3.30 here in the parking lot this Saturday coming again. We'll make a robocall to, um, to remind you about that. Also want to recognize those who have birthdays in the month of April. All the April birthday people, we love you. We thank the Lord for you. And if you, whether your birthday has passed or whether your birthday is yet to come, uh, we just thank you. And we're going to serenade you right now with a little birthday song. First of all, the Ronald Salem Church family for your, your continued and generous giving and certainly thank all those who are not in the church family. You're not disciples of Ronald Salem, but you certainly are our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we, we thank you for feeling led by the Holy Spirit to also contribute to the finances that help us do what we do. Want to, um, as, as the um, offering is being taken up, want to also welcome those who are watching today by way of uh, Facebook Live. Thank you for being a part of the service. And for those who are listening in by way of our call-in number, thank you as well for being part of the service on this morning. Let me go back to the offering again and just simply share with you that there are three ways you can pay your tithes and offerings to the church. And we at Roanoke Salem, we believe in the tithing. We believe in tithing, so I encourage everyone to try the Lord, as he said in his own word, prove me, test me, and see won't he open up a window in heaven and pour out more blessings than your cups can hold and your buckets can hold. Amen. Uh, you can certainly mail your tithes and offerings to us by uh, sending them to P.O. Drawer Z, Garysburg, North Carolina, 27831 P.O. Drawer Z, Garrysburg. You can bring them to the church any Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, uh, uh, except for holidays because we do observe national holidays. But any, any other Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, you can bring your tithes and offerings to the church. And uh, Miss Jean or Miss Peggy or whoever may happen to be here will be more than happy to uh, receive those from you. And then finally, you can uh, pay online 
you can go to our Roanoke Salem website, which is rsmbc.com. Let me repeat that again. Our church website is rsmbc, Roanoke Salem Missionary Baptist Church, rsmbc.com. When you go to the website, across the top of the front, the, the, the page that opens, you will see a tab that says giving. If you click on that tab that says giving, another page will open up, and then you will be directed. And uh, I got a call this past week. Someone said that there was um, they had some difficulties using the um, that page, but I'm, I'm grateful that the person called because I was able to call Derek, and he was able to go take a look at it. Uh, when things like that happen, church family, please let us know and then we can uh, adjust accordingly. Amen. So if uh, there are any other announcements, it's out of my head right at the moment, but they'll come, they'll come to me and we'll get it to you next week or by robocall, whatever the case may be. Uh, we're going to ask the musicians to give us some music, and then we will continue on. so very much and before we have our sermonic selection just bow with me uh, please for just a minute for the morning prayer our Lord and our God is in the name of your son and our Savior Jesus Christ that we come to you another day just to say thank you Lord God we are so grateful that from last Sunday until this Sunday 
You kept us in your tender love and care. And yes, Lord, we had some challenges this past week. Some of us may have been challenged by our own issues of the flesh. Some of us may have been challenged by people and circumstances beyond our control. Some of us may have been challenged just by looking at the world around us and being concerned about all the chaos and turmoil that we see and hear uh, and read about from place to place. But yet through it all, we know that you are still God and you are still in control. And so we still say thank you, Lord, because we know, Lord, that we are resting safely in the center of your will. Lord, if anything at all that's in our minds or anything that would keep us from serving you in spirit and in truth, remove it from us this morning, Lord. And then, Lord, not only help us to live a more holy life, a more godly life, Lord God, help us to be that support and that encouragement for another brother or sister in Christ who may have some type of challenge going on Remind us, Lord Jesus, we are not the judge and we are not the jury. You are. Our job is not to be the one who criticizes and critiques everything that everybody does. Our job is to speak the truth in love. And then, Lord, be that encourager, the one who will call people and text people if we can and if it's appropriate, visit from time to time. To let them know how much they are loved by you, first of all, and then how much we love them. And, Lord, that we are here to be true brothers and sisters, to be supportive of one another. Lord God, if I can't open my mouth to help somebody or speak well of somebody, then, Holy Spirit, keep my mouth closed in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray now that you'll prepare our preacher this morning to come and give the word as you have given it to him. Let our hearts and minds our spiritual hearts and minds be fertile ground to receive what thus saith the Lord through Reverend Monte Freeman. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for first loving us. In Jesus' name, amen.
with my Savior. I'm a child of, child of the King. And it's all because I am redeemed. And I say,
Good morning, Rona Salem Church family. So glad to see you all one more time. Before I begin, let us go to the throne of grace. Dear God, we thank you just for you being God. We thank you for you allowing us to see another day, one that we have never seen before and one that we would never see again. God, right now is preaching time. I know, God, I cannot preach because you are the preacher and the teacher. God, I ask God that you think with my mind and speak with my lips as I declare the truth of the word through the usher of the Holy Spirit so lives may be changed and souls may be saved. God, hide me behind the cross so people may not see or hear me, God, but hear you through me, God. Just have your way, God, this morning that we all may be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I will not tarry before you long. If you have your Bibles, I'll get right into the word. If you'll turn with me to James chapter 2, uh, verses 14 through 18. James chapter 2, verses 14 through 18. Amen. James chapter 2, verses 14 through 18. Um, chapter verse 14 reads, my friend, and I'm reading from the Good News Translation. My friends, what good is it for you for one of you to say that you have faith if your actions does not prove it. Can that faith save you? Suppose there are brothers or sisters who need clothes or and don't have enough food to eat. What good is there in your saying to them, God bless you and keep warm and eat well, if you don't give them the necessities of life? So it is with faith if it is it, if it is alone and includes no actions, then it is dead. But someone would say one person has faith, another has actions. My answer is show me anyone, show me how anyone can have faith without actions, and I will show you my faith by my actions. Uh, our text today is simply don't talk about it, be about it. Don't talk about it be about it. When I was in college back in the early 90s, that was a famous phrase we used to tell each other when we started to brag a little bit. We would say, don't talk about it, be about it. I've noticed that everyone wants something for nothing. We've gotten to the point to where we have the propensity or the tendency to expect the maximum return uh, while giving the minimum amount of investment. I've come to the conclusion that's why the idea of fast money quick success and reach up and grab it blessing have become the thought of the day in the 21st century. I dare say that's why, truth be told, uh, you see folks praying for stuff that they have not put in the work to receive. So when the opportunity presents itself, they are not in a position to receive what they have just prayed for. In other words, their preparation does not support their prayer. They pray, Lord, please send me a job when they know they haven't put in the work to be able to claim the job when it becomes available. They say, Lord, enlarge my territory when you haven't done the work to maintain the territory that God has already given you. They say, Lord, help me with this project, and you have done nothing to plan for the project. So when, uh, so you, when you're not ready to receive it when it comes. Uh, 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 so, so there's a lot of times when we pray for stuff that we have not prepared ourselves to receive when God bless us with it. Everybody wants something for nothing. Uh, that brings us to a touchy subject of haters. I often wonder why haters even exist. 
What would make one person hate or, or dislike someone else simply because of what they have or what they have accomplished? Then I realized everybody have a dream. Everybody want to prosper. Everybody want to have good success. And I dare say that most people think that they are deserving or even entitled to whatever blessing God is uh, dishing out. And when that does not happen, they begin to feel salty on the inside and hate on what God has blessed you with. On top of that, we have been told uh, from childhood that God wants to bless everybody. So the question becomes, what makes that person any different from you? Well, the difference is uh, you had to work to get where you are. They they don't know what you uh, have been through to be able to hold on to the blessing. They would never understand the sacrifices you have to make to get where you are. They don't un they they have to they ha they don't have the mental capacity to wrap their brain around the amount of work you had to put in to take hold of God's blessing. They would never understand the cost of the oil that you have. I've got to give you this PSA, this public service announcement. You got to be able to hold on to the blessing once God give it to you. We preach, reach up and grab it, but once you grab it, you got to hold on to it. How are you going to pray to God for a blessing and then fumble the blessing? God is not going to bless you with a job if you're not, if you're ill-prepared. Because if he did, you will blame him slip and not for not able to be able to head handle the work. God is not going to bless you with a new ministry if you're not faithful to the one he's already placed you in. The word says if you are faithful over a few things, he'll make you ruler over many. He's not going to bless you with that promotion if you're not ready because if he did, you will find yourself having more headaches than it's worth. He's not going to bless you with something that you can't handle. He's not going to give you something that's going to make you lose your mind. The Bible even declares the Lord maketh rich and he added no sorrow with it. He haven't in the work I put in. You haven't gone through what I've gone through and now you mad because I got the blessing. Well, you want to be blessed when God tells you to do something, just do it. You want to be blessed when God says move, just move. You want to be blessed when God says go, just go. You want to be blessed when God says act on it, act on it. Uh, you want to be blessed when God says work, you've got to work. The Bible says blessed are those who are here and the word and obey. My granddaddy would say put your money where your mouth is. Don't talk about it, be about it. As a child growing up in Pinewood Chapel Church on Highway 13 in Bertie County, I vividly recall my mother singing a song entitled, Where Is Your Faith? I thought then, I'm going to challenge some of us now, I thought to have faith, all you had to do was believe. I thought in order to, uh, for, to, for you to have good success, all you, have to, all you simply had to do was believe that you could succeed. I thought that if you prayed hard enough, that meant you had faith. I thought if you fasted long enough, that meant you had faith. I thought if you confessed to enough people how strong your faith was, uh, that means you were going to get that job. I thought it, I thought you had faith if you said all those things. I thought if you do Hebrews 11 and 1, that meant you had faith. You know Hebrews 11 and 1 declares, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. 
I'm not trying to get you upset. Don't get me wrong. I know without faith it's impossible to please God. I know Paul declares we are justified by faith apart from works. But this morning I want to propose the idea that faith is more than an audible affirmation of what we believe. I want to suggest faith is more than lip service. We just came to, came to understanding that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You have to understand that faith is substance. It's not wishful thinking. Faith is substance. It's not lip service. I learned a long time ago faith is an action word. And because faith is the substance of things hoped for, your faith will push you to do the work. Because I know if I do the work, God will provide the blessing. Mm -hmm. And do understand my hope is in Jesus. And since my hope is in Jesus, I have high expectations. And since I have high expectations, I don't mind working. Haters will try to make you think you don't have the substance. But truth be told, your work plus Jesus is all the substance you need. I know you think I don't have what it takes. You don't think I have the substance. But baby, do understand, my hope is in Jesus. So I got substance. I may not have the connections you have, but I got hope in Jesus. I may not have the financial resources you have, but I got hope in Jesus. My church may not be as big as your church, but I got hope in Jesus. And since my hope is in Jesus, I don't mind doing the work in Jesus' name. I don't mind moving in Jesus' name. I don't mind stepping out on faith in Jesus' name. I don't mind. I don't have the, back, the background for this. But I'm going to go in Jesus' name. I don't I don't have what you think I should have in uh, for this. But I'm going to apply in Jesus' name. My mama never did it. My, devil, my daddy never did it. I don't have the resources, but I do have faith. And because I have the faith, I'm going to do the work in Jesus' name. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And my substance is my work. If you start it, God will finish it. The Bible declares, be, be confident of this very thing, that he which have began, begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You just got to start it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. If you're going to experience what God has for you, if you're going to claim and hold on to the promises of God, if you're going to go where you've never gone before and do what you've never done before, you got to work. You got to put your faith into action. You got to produce some evidence. The last part of that definition is faith is the evidence of things not seen. God wants you to do the work because he sees something in you that you didn't even see in yourself. He sees intelligence, intelligence in you that you did not even see in yourself. Just produce the evidence. He sees strength in you that you did not see in yourself. Just produce the evidence. He sees courage in you that you don't even see in yourself. Just produce the evidence. He sees greatness in you that you didn't even see in yourself. Just produce the evidence. He sees potential in you that you may not be able to see in yourself. But God, it was God that declared before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you. God sees the something in you that, that, that you don't even see in yourself. All that you have to do is produce the evidence. The Bible declares, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I dare you to slap your neighbor high five through the car on this morning and tell them just produce the evidence. That's why I don't walk by what I see. I walk by what I believe.
believe. I'm just producing the evidence. I don't live by what I see. I live by what I believe. I'm producing the evidence. I don't do the work by what I see. I do the work by what I believe. I'm producing the evidence. That's the very reason why I don't apply for the job by what I see. I apply for the job by what I believe. And I'm just producing the evidence. I don't get in line for the promotion by what I see. I get in line for promotion by, for, by what I believe. I'm producing the evidence. I dare you to start doing the work for the job even before you get the job. I dare you to start planning for the new house even before you get the new house. I dare you to work like you got the promotion even before you get the promotion. They may call you crazy, but baby, let them call me crazy. But I'm going to get the blessing. Let them call me crazy. I'm going to get the promotion. Let them call me crazy. I'm going to the next level. Don't talk about it. Produce evidence and be about it. As we take a quick look at the text, James asked two rhetorical questions. What does it profit if someone says he has faith but does not have works? And can faith save him? These two questions set up a hypothetical situation in which a person claimed to have genuine faith, but it's not uh, accompanied with deeds with, or with works. Faith that does not result in deeds is faith that is ultimately useless. James called them dead, ineffective of salvation, and in fact, just dead. There is something deep inside humans that leads us to presume that knowing the right things, knowing the right truths, or holding the right position is enough. We think if we know the right people, we have enough, or we have enough money. If we have, if we are in the right circle, then we have what we need to succeed. Uh, you, uh, you know you've heard people say it's not what you know, it's who you know. However, if you have faith, we say we have them merely having an intellectual concept of God's existence is not enough. Talking a good game won't cut it. Saying the right things is not enough. Lip service won't save you. It don't mean anything if you say you believe, but you don't have any action to validate your belief. I heard somebody say actions speak louder than words. That's why James declared in the first chapter that we are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Faith does, does come by hearing, but I have to tell you, just hearing the word won't save you. Just hearing the word won't get you that job. Just hearing the word won't make you victorious. You got to work the word and let the word work you. That's what my sister, uh, Reverend Lee, taught me a long time ago. Work the word and let the word work you. Working the word can change some stuff in your life. Working the word can change your situation. Working the word can save you from your present condition. Working the word can save you from the attacks of the enemy. In other words, don't talk about it. Be about it. You got to understand faith is the cause and works is the effect. Genuine faith naturally produce good works. The two complements each other. The work that James is speaking of are not done apart from faith, but done in faith. Not done instead of faith, but done because of faith. When someone truly believes something, they believe that belief would change the way that person live. It would change the way you think. It would change the way you operate. So in actuality, when someone claims to have faith, what he or she may have is an intellectual agreement with a set of Christian teachings. And as such, it would be incomplete faith.
True faith transforms our conduct as well as our thoughts. If our, if our lives remain unchanged, we don't truly believe the truth that we claim to believe. Real faith will cause you to walk right. Real faith will cause you to talk right. Real faith will cause you to live right. Real faith will cause you to stand on the word of God. Newton's third law of motion states, every action requires an equal and opposite reaction. Proper faith will produce proper action. When, when your faith uh, uh, and your work mixed with the word, eyes haven't seen. When your faith mixed with the word, with the word, ears haven't heard. When your faith and your works meet the word of God, lives will be changed. When your faith and your work meet the word of God, the situation will turn around. When you put your faith and the word into action, blessing will begin to follow after you. The Bible says goodness and mercy will follow me all the days days of my life. Blessings will follow me. Favor will follow me. Victory will follow me. I just need the word. So I just need to work the word. I let the word work me. And when I do that, I'm demonstrating. I'm showing evidence of my faith. God is looking for somebody who will stand on his word and declare, I believe you by uh, I believe you, God. My body may be racking with pain, but I believe you, God. My circumstance may be jacked up, but I believe you, God. Uh, I, 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 I may be going through something right now, but I believe you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all I can ask or think. I just got to put my, my word into work. Jesus said himself, work is required because he said if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, move, and it shall move. Sometimes the only action required is minimum, but it's still required. Sometimes the only word, the only work you have to do is the small work, but it's still work. Uh, but you still need to have the faith to do the work. If you have the faith sometimes, the only work you have to do is open up your mouth and speak it. Speak over your life. Speak over your children. Speak over your body. Speak over your circumstance. Speak those things that are not as though they were. Declare when it's all over. I'm coming out of this. Decree when it's all said and done. I will be an overcomer. Well, while you're speaking, just keep on working. While you're speaking, just keep on pressing. Paul declares, I press towards the mark. And if I'm pressing, then I'm working. So I'm going to press towards my destiny. I'm going to press towards my calling. I'm going to press towards my blessing. I'm going to press towards my new job. I'm going to press towards my promotion. I'm going to press towards uh, everything that God has for me. I'm going to press towards the call of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Faith is not a noun. It's a verb. It's an action word. Don't talk about it be about it. Knowing when we say it, uh, uh, you know how people do, uh, if you need anything, uh, 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 just call me. You know, if you need anything, I'm here for you. And we know sometimes we say that we don't even mean it. Because the real truth of the matter is we don't want to do the work. Yes, I like your well wishes. Yes, I like your encouragement. I even need your prayers every now and then. But sometimes I need you to put in the work. Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. You got to understand that deeds of loving service are not a substitute for, but rather a verification of the faith we have in Christ Jesus. 
Jesus even said, uh, you have done this, when you have done this to the least of them, you have done this to me. So be careful when you turn your nose up and watch out how you turn your head at certain people. Uh, I may not have the money you have, but I'm still a child of the king. Where is your faith? I may not live on the same side of the track you live on, but I'm still an heir to the throne. Where is your faith? I may not have the education you have, but I still need your help. Where is your faith? Don't talk about it. Be about it. James declares, show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You got to understand, you got to you got to put the work in. Because if you don't work, you will be where you always been. If you don't work, you'll stay in the same condition. If you don't work, you'll sit in the same position. If you don't work, you'll have the same job. If you don't work, you'll never get there. Uh, promotion. If you don't work, you'll never get out of that predicament. If you don't work, your situation would never change. My daddy taught me anything worth having is worth working for. Uh, it's, it's, it's time to work. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Put the work in your actions. Put the work in your thinking. Put the work in your attitude. Put the, put the work in how you perceive, perceive yourself. Work until he bless you. Work until he bring down strongholds. Work until chains are broken. Work until deliverance come. Work until you get your breakthrough. Work until you get the job. Work until you walk in victory. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. I dare you to step out in his word. That's a work. Step out on his promise. That's work. Step out and move in faith. That's work. Step when he, you, you can't even see the end. That's work. Step when folks try to stop you. That's work. Step out and help somebody. That's work. Step out when they say you must be crazy. That's work. Step out. The Bible declares we are to work while it's day. But when the night comes, man, no man can work. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Truth of the matter is you've got to have enough faith to move when folks say you ought to stand still. You ought to have enough faith to work when haters tell you you ain't smart enough. You've got to have enough faith to keep going when they tell you you don't have enough education. You've got to keep pressing your way when they think you don't have the you don't know the right people. You've got to have enough faith to help someone even when they can't help you back. You've got to have enough faith to declare, Lord, if you don't move this mountain, give me the strength to climb it. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I don't serve a probably type of God, but I serve a God that shall that shall make things come to pass uh -huh, because he said I shall supply all of your need so I don't mind doing the work he said ask what you will and it shall be given so I don't mind doing the work uh -huh, so I don't mind working uh -huh, if I wait on him he shall renew my strength so I don't mind doing the work you can be lazy if you want but I don't mind doing the work you can accept subpar if you want but I don't mind doing the work. You become, you can become complacent uh, if you like. But I don't mind doing the work. You can stay in your present situation if you want. But I don't mind doing the work. The woman with the issue of blood, she didn't mind doing the work until she touched the hem of his garment. The friends of the man with the palsy, they didn't mind doing the work when they lured him in the presence of Jesus through the rooftop. The lepers didn't mind doing the work. When when they refused to die just sitting by the wayside they had to holler i'm so glad jesus
Jesus don't mind doing the work when he healed the sick and raised the dead. He didn't mind doing the work when he fed the 5,000. He didn't mind doing the work when he rode through Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. He didn't mind doing the work when they whipped him all night long. He didn't mind doing the work when he carried across up Golgotha's hill. He didn't mind doing the work when they nailed him to an old rugged cross. He didn't mind doing the work when they put the crown of thorns on his head. He didn't mind doing the work when they put him in a borrowed tomb. He didn't mind doing the work when he went down in hell and beat the devil on his own territory. He didn't mind doing the work when he rose on the, on the third day with all power in his hand. He don't mind. He didn't mind doing the work. Don't talk about it. Be about it. This is what I just want to encourage you. You put the work in and let God send the blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. God be the glory. Come on, let's thank the Lord one more time for the man of God. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Put the work in, and God will reward your faithfulness. Amen. To God be all the glory. We thank the Lord for Pastor. Thanks for you. Pastor Freeman on this morning. He's going to be a pastor one day. I believe the Lord has calling for him. I want to just simply say, after hearing such a dynamic word and a word that was soul-stirring, a word that should have made all of us ask ourselves, am I more than just what I claim I am by what I say? Am I actually a person of faith? And if I am, what am I doing that is evidence that I'm a person of faith? A word that I pray somebody that hears it who may not be saved, they now recognize that the Lord is trying to call you to come and join the body of Christ. Wherever you are, when you hear this message that Reverend Freeman preached on this morning, if the Lord has stirred your heart, then I ask you to repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you rose from the dead. I ask you now to be my personal Lord and Savior. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Pray that prayer. You are now saved. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And heaven is going to be your home when this life on this side of eternity is over. Again, we thank the Lord this morning for Reverend Freeman and the word, don't talk about it, be about it. I'm going to ask the uh, musicians to give us just a little music and then uh, Steve, just give us a little bit of something, you all, and I'll do the benediction and then we prepare to go home.
as he was talking about faith and believing, this song came to mind. Press my way through. Press my way through. I can't give up now. I've got to press my way something waiting if I press my way through help me say that press my way through press my way through I can't give up now I've got to press my way through press my Got something waiting. Press my way through. Pray my way through. Pray my way through. I can't give up now. I've got to pray my way through. Pray my something waiting if I pray my way through press my way through talk about me press my way through I can't give up now press my way through press my way we just have to do the work. First of all, as Pastor Freeman said, that we have to be willing to do the work. Got to be willing. It ain't always easy, but faith will help you press your way and pray your way and work your way through. I pray, Lord Jesus, that we'll all have a beautiful week in you and that whenever any kind of, the, even the slightest type of challenge comes our way. We'll think back to the word this morning that we heard from Reverend Freeman. We'll think about this song. Holy Spirit, you will encourage us knowing that you're not going to leave us nor forsake us. 
knowing that you're going to help us make it through. We'll just continue to do our best to live right. You'll help us and you'll forgive us even when we fall short. You'll forgive us. You'll pick us up and put us back on the right path and continue to use us for thy glory. We thank you, Lord. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest ruled about us henceforth forevermore. Amen. Let the church say.